Hey, Chosen Girl fam. I'm Liz. I'm Sarah. And welcome to the Chosen Girl Tell Me About It podcast. We are two best friends passionate about having real conversations about where real life meets the gospel. Meet us here every Tuesday as we go to God's Word about different topics we all face. No matter if you're in the car or doing laundry around the house, we hope that you feel like you're sitting right across the table from us enjoying your Chick-fil-A sweet tea. Yes, girl. We would so love if y'all would take the time to rate and subscribe to the podcast. And don't forget about our free resources on our Instagram and at thechosengirl.com. Let's get this party started. Hey guys, Sarah here interrupting your normal Chosen Girl broadcasting to drop a little Easter egg surprise in here with a promo code from our sister company, Poppy's Boutique. If you've heard me talk about my job or even how Chosen Girl got its start at all, then you've heard about Poppy's. Poppy's is a women's boutique that offers clothing and accessories, really unique styles for a not-so-boutique price. So, because you're a Chosen Girl listener, you're going to get 15% off your next Poppy's order with code CHOSEN15. That's CHOSEN, C-H-O-S-E-N, 1-5, in all caps, no spaces, on the Poppy's Boutique website. You can shop unique, affordable boutique clothing styles at shoppoppiesboutique.com. That's shop poppiesboutique.com p-o-p-p-i-e-s now back to our show welcome back chosen girl fam i think this is like the first intro we've had where we're not like singing or (laughs) just talking about like heaven or something weird true show tunes well they just missed my like large inhale right before because yeah <laughs> prematurely. I, I thought that i pressed record and liz was like <gasps> and i was like nope so <laughs> it's still, fine everything's human. fine it's all yeah true true it's you know this is so unrelated but we went to um dollywood and for those of you who don't live in tennessee dollywood is a theme park based around Dolly Parton, our queen. Basically, you have to get online and buy tickets now, is yes. what we're saying. It's so much fun. And it was so great, because last time we got to sing in the choir, because we went on a Sunday. <gasps> I didn't know that. Oh my gosh, girl, I forgot to tell you. Liz. They were like, hey, there's seats up here in the choir. And so we sat up front and led, led the choir before Honey, church. Of course you did. <laughs> Unpopular opinion, and this is probably popular, actually, to Tennessee people, but like... I enjoy myself more at Dollywood than I do mm. like Disney. Mm, yes. It's different because I've been to both in the last month. Yeah. I yes, would, you have. Yeah, which is crazy. How many times can I ever say that? It's probably the last time, only time. But um, it's a different kind of relax. Like, it is. Dollywood feels like you're going to your grandma's house. Like, it's just like it's familiar and it's yes. homey feeling. Um, and Dollywood feels like you're going, like, on, I don't know, away. You mean like you're, you're not even in, sorry. Yeah. No, yes. it's all good, girl. Disney feels like it's like not home. Yeah. But it's so much fun. They're both very fun. Yes. I associate Dollywood with fall and Disney with like summer and spring. Oh, so that's maybe true. it's because I've always been to Dollywood when it's like cozy. That's not always true because we typically get season passes if we can mm-hmm. because it's cheaper. Yeah. If you're going like more than twice. True. Or more than once. Just worth it. And uh, man, that cinnamon bread. We stayed at the Dream War Resort last time we went. Mm-hmm. 
the price was not terrible mm-hmm. compared to other hotel prices in Gatlinburg mm-hmm. and Pigeon Forge. This is just food for thought for yeah, everyone for who sure. listens. Thank you for being here. <laughs> um, you get free cinnamon bread <gasps> sent to your room. What? One loaf free. Of course, I opted to get three fr- three loaves yeah. to take two home. Yeah. And uh, they had, it was spring when we went this year. So it was still a little bit crisp outside, yeah. which I love. But uh, they had an amazing pool area and a spa. And it was just, oh. I mean, Dolly doesn't mess stuff up. So You're right. We wanted to check that out. And a great podcast recommendation. If you're here, we're assuming you're a podcast per- podcast person Mm -hmm. try saying that five times fast or you just really love us so thank you for being here thank you but uh a recommendation i would highly suggest is dolly parton's america it's one of the best podcasts i've ever listened to love i cried the whole time it was also during quarantine when i listened to it so that might have been you know part of the tears issue but uh i need to know if she's coming out with another christmas like movie for on netflix (sighs) i need it yes I just, we just, here in Tennessee, we love Dolly. Not her playing the floozy woman in every single Christmas movie that she's in. <laughs> she's like, I'll be appearing as myself. <laughs> I love her. She's so great. She's our queen. Yes. All that to say, you know, when you just said like, it's okay. That's, I feel like that's the phrase that I say to myself at the end of every roller coaster. And yes. I didn't realize it till this last time. It was like, we'd be on the mystery mine or whatever. And I'd be like, oh. Like, I'm dying. Why yes. was I thinking? And then we get to the end. I'm like, I'm okay. It's yes. Okay. <laughs> I black out on the wild eagle every time. I I think I may have seen what it looks like to ride on that ride maybe twice. And I've been on it probably like 50 to 75 times. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the, the goal is to just, like, sit on it and just let yourself, like, go limp. Let the eagle take over. Yes. It was so f- – so this last time um, on one of the rides, Riley, who, who if you Y'all all have been listening. Riley. Riley's been around. Um, he and I rode together on that ride, and we just like uh, completely limp. Yes. Except for I didn't let my head go limp. He's of over here like not. a newborn baby. I like I look over <laughs> mid like midway through the roller coaster, and his head's like, like has stuck he passed down. away? <laughs> That's exactly. I was like, is he alive? Is he knocked out? Dollywood okay. sponsor us <laughs> for real. All that to say, y'all, we've got a great topic for y'all. We're talking about the hustle. Ma'am. And not the one with Anne Hathaway and Robert Right. Wilson. That's a great movie. <laughs> so good. It's on Amazon Prime, I believe, if y'all need to watch that for free. It's so. very funny. Very funny. Anything with Rebel Wilson. For real. Give it to me. I uh, know. Absolutely. And I love Anne Hathaway, too. Yes. But the hustle is so real. And, you know, you all hear us say it a lot, side hustling for the Lord. But today we really wanted to break down what does it feel like? What does it mean? How do we know when we're in the thick of the hustle? Um, yeah, it could really be a toxic toxic culture that we fall into. Yes, and we, I feel like every time that we mention the word culture, we oftentimes follow or preface it with toxic sometimes. Yes. Not all cultures are toxic by no means, but everything in, in moderation. Our generation has claimed the word toxic, and I'm here True. for it. Like It's because we're extremists sometimes. We are, but I also really respect calling stuff out. Like, Oh, um, that's true. That's true. Like, just being like, oh. That's actually toxic. Mm-hmm. Like you're actually gaslighting right now. So I'm like, okay, right? Yeah. So if you ever want to know what it looks like to be called out, um, create a TikTok. Always look at the comments. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I but I respect that. I know that there's moderation in everything. Mm-hmm. Of okay, where do we draw a line to where we're just like pointing out each other's faults all the time? Mm-hmm. But I do think accountability is really cool. Like uh, 
I saw this girl today, and she was creating a funny, like, jingle out of the comments that men have commented on her TikTok. Oh, my god! She was a very attractive lady. And uh, I was like, uh, girl, go ahead, call them out. And the comments were like, don't be afraid. Drop their handles. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I was like, yes. Like, we need to normalize. Like, that is not okay. Yes. And uh, I was listening to a podcast this morning, and I guess that this is another podcast for another time. But here's just a little something to wet your whistle. Mm-hmm. How there's such a difference between being nice and being kind. So the Bible never uses the word nice. Yeah. Nice is a word that kind of Christians have clung on to, thinking that it's synonymous with kind, Mm -hmm. kind of using it as the word like appropriate. Like, don't say that. That's not nice or that's Mm -hmm. not appropriate. But really, you can be kind and set healthy boundaries. Absolutely. Um, Speaking of boundaries, we're going to talk about hustle culture now. So um, if... Exploring what I just talked about, like just now, sounds interesting to you. Let Drop us, us a DM. Like mm-hmm. we'll be happy to explore that because I think that that's needed, especially when it comes to maintaining healthy boundaries and mm-hmm. knowing what your role is as a Christian. So yes, that's always important. But let's get into it. Yeah. So um, you go ahead, girl. We so Sarah and I both have a list of questions that we wrote down in thinking about. What is the hustle? What does it mean? Yes. Um, and we're just going to kind of play a little bit of tennis with this conversation. And hopefully you guys resonate with this too, because we certainly did. We're just like, man, yeah, we're working we had all these feelings about the hustle yes. that we're all kind of subjected to. So my first question is, how do you know when your hustle is for you and when it's for God? Woo. Okay. This is a real check your heart. Um, Something that we talked about earlier when we were preparing for this episode was the feeling of shame or condemnation that can come with the hustle. So neither of those words are from God, Mm -hmm. Um, shame or condemnation. So I feel like hustle culture from the world would think or would say, rather, if you don't do this, you're going to get behind or... Mm. You know, are you really doing your job if you're not skipping lunch or really a lot of comments like you can fill in the blank, whatever your comment is that you recite to yourself in your mind when you feel like you're not working hard enough um, that are all related to worth. Mm. And I don't think that God has strings attached to his relationship with us. I actually know that for a fact. And even though he is a God of order and we have things that we don't need to participate in like sin. He's also not a God of jump through every single hoop because if he were a God like that, then there, there would be no need for grace. And he is a God full of grace. Right. I mean, look at the old Testament. Exactly. And how many laws were there? It's like 619 or something like that. And it, and God saw it didn't work Mm -hmm. and he eradicated it Mm -hmm. and fixed it. Well, not even eradicated it. He perfected it with the blood of Jesus. So, um, yeah, I think that it's all with the voice that you're hearing behind the hustle. Mm-hmm. Um, because there have been seasons in my life because I, I think hard work is important. Oh yeah. Um, but I also think that just like we humans do, we can really screw stuff up. Um, <laughs> we can make it an idol and we can make it a part of our attached to our worth as yeah. an individual and a human being. 
And when it is attached to those things, I think that that's when it's not serving God. Because I can think mm-hmm. of specific times in my life, like Exhibit A, college, where like you just had, like I just had to go. Like I remember especially times during finals, and I know that you can yes. think during times of like especially your master's and tests and getting in to programs and like you just feel so bombarded, but you're like, I have peace because I know I'm on the right path. Mm-hmm. So... I think that really the feeling that you have behind the hustle is really crucial mm-hmm. to who your hustle's for. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Okay. But that's good. Um, also, a really cool observation I would love to touch on really quickly. Mm-hmm. When I came into work today, I asked a couple of my employees, um, what comes to mind when you hear the word hustle? And Maggie, who, if anybody knows me or Poppies knows Maggie, Mm -hmm. she immediately said, like, my body feels anxious instantly. Yes. And I'm like, I don't think that's a coincidence. Like, Mm -mm. it's amazing what our culture has done with this word hustle, because I do think that God, like, there's so much in Proverbs about working hard and working your days, Mm -hmm. like, like working for the day and and even working wholeheartedly in the Lord. But there's also a lot in the Bible about rest, too. Mm -hmm. Um, another one of my employees said the first thing she said, I've never heard this term, but it's called hurry sickness. Yeah. And it's how you're just like miserable in the hurry. Yeah. And we've all been there. Yes. And that brings me to this question is what is the difference between busy and hurried? Ooh, that is a great question. Busy, busy to me feels like there is an end in sight. Yeah. I can have a busy week. A busy season, a busy day. Yeah. But I'm just not, like you can be busy, but it's usually referencing events at one, at some point in time have an end that we know of. Yeah. And, but the, you said the hurry or the hustle? Um, Hurried. Hurried. Hurried feels like constant. Yeah. Like, like being on a, on a rabbit, on a mouse wheel or a hamster wheel. Yeah. You know, you're just going, 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 and it doesn't There's really a negative stop. connotation. There is, there is. And it's like, it's kind of comes back to, um, again, slightly unrelated, but you guys know we love Chick-fil-A and they did a study on their machines and why they don't break down. And it's because they have a day of rest. <gasps> wow. Um, it makes me think of a ice cream machine at Chick-fil-A is busy. Yes. But the ice cream machine at McDonald's is in a hurry. You're right. <laughs> that probably does not make any sense. But I think for, for me, I I love that um, the stress is gone because there is an end in sight. Yeah. And I think that that can be said, too, for our own lives when we in, in times when we do feel busy, we're like, I can get I can get through college because I know that in next this semester, yeah. I know that I'm pushing to break. I'll get Christmas break. I'll get spring break. I'll like have the summer off. You know, I'll be graduating. Yeah. But, and so it's okay that, that life is really hectic. But when you, I think, especially whenever you get out of college and you're like into your real life, you realize that you were busy, but you don't feel like you could be hurried if you're trying to do a whole lot of things that, you know, may yeah. not come to an end. Like if you're grinding at work really hard and you're getting everything done and you, you work late hours constantly and then you get to a point and you're like, wait a minute. What, what is all this for? Yeah. You're like, is this my life? I think that there's also a big why behind the hurry that you for have sure. that you eventually at one point or another, you have to address 
Like what yes. is what is this all for? Busy comes with a purpose. Hurry does not have a specific purpose. Yeah. Therefore, it can't have a specific end point. You're right. And to me, that's the difference. I think when I think of the word hurry, mm-hmm. I think of it as a command almost, like a command of being in a state of like frenzy. Mm-hmm. I remember we were talking about this um, downstairs with the girls even like teachers in school, mm-hmm. like if you were in line at the water fountain, like hurry, hurry, hurry. Yeah. Um, even like um, everything. And I understand things need time restraints. Like absolutely. We need order. We need organization. Mm-hmm. But like, it's like you better hurry because you need to know what you want to do for the rest of your life because you're about to go to college. You know, your senior year, like your junior year, you better hurry and get these scholarship applications filled out. Like it's always something, something rushing you to the next thing. Mm -hmm. And I know that that's just life, but I also feel like hurried can be a state of mind. Like, um, I read this book called the ruthless elimination of hurry by Mm -hmm. pastor John Mark Comer. And um, definitely we need to add that to our suggested books. It it has completely changed my whole outlook on how I spend my day because I feel like for like the past 10 years, I've mm-hmm. been in a constant rush yeah. to beat the clock. Got you. And I'm like, time is finite. Like, yeah. For us, like there are 24 hours in a day and there were all there's 24 hours in a day. When he said this in the book, which I listened to the audio book. It completely blew my mind. Mm-hmm. The Queen of England has 24 hours in her day. The President of the United States has 24 hours in his mm-hmm. day. I have 24 hours in my day. And I'm like, why do I always feel like it's not enough? Yeah. Why am I always trying to beat the clock? And so this is just some two cents worth. The difference for me between being busy and hurried is like at work, when I'm at work being a small business owner, I will always be busy. There is yeah. always something for me to do. And I'm thankful because mm-hmm. that means we all have a job here. Right. That's great. I will never complain about being busy mm-hmm. because that means we are getting a paycheck. That's wonderful. Um, but the state in which I conduct that busy mm-hmm. can either be chill or it can be hurried. Yeah. And really, I have found like... I was talking with Maggie. I was like, I don't know if you've noticed, but I've been really trying to be intentional about the state in which I speak to you all when I'm about to leave and like go to our other store location or go to a Zoom meeting or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, usually I would just like rush out the door and be like, bye, I'm going to a meeting. But now I, I walk up to the counter and say, hey, I have a chamber meeting. I'll be back in like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, have a great meeting. Yeah. And it's just a completely different atmosphere. Yeah. And I feel like the way that we conduct ourselves in our busyness can completely change. Oh, for sure. Ourselves and how we feel, but then also like the people around us mm-hmm. and the effects of that as well. I agree. 100%. That's so good. That's my TED talk. Like, thanks for On coming. hurry. Yes. <laughs> um, let's see. How do you know if you're worth is tied to the hustle, and what do you do about it? Okay, I feel called out by this question because I'm an Enneagram 3 achiever all the way. I get you, girl. You know that's my <sighs> wing. It's so hard because I feel like as kids, you do get rewarded for achievement. Yes. And I don't feel like there's a way to even change that. Like, you know, there is the culture of like, 
everyone gets a trophy. Like, you know, in life, not everyone does get a trophy. Mm -hmm. You do get a trophy for achievement. Yeah. Like, if you do X, you get Y in life. And I feel like for me, and and I'm kind of here now, but I'm, I'm better than I used to be. It's when there's guilt tied to not hustling mm. as much as I feel like I should. And I don't like shooting myself mm-hmm. or anyone else. But I think that that's when I know that it's not what it needs to be. Yeah. Um, and we had this conversation today. I was like, why do I feel guilty when I take time off? Yeah. And I know that there's other things tied to it, like... You know, Liz and I are both the quote-unquote boss at where we are, which is crazy. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, we're in charge of stuff? What? what? Like, somebody put us in charge of stuff? Wow. Wow. <laughs> we're not going to go into that. <laughs> but, you know, you think, oh, my gosh, well, all my girls are working this week, and I took the, the week off. And, mm-hmm. I mean, there's other feelings tied to it, but I'm like, this is healthy. Like, it's yeah. okay to take a day off. It's okay if... You were tired. It's okay if you didn't get as far on your list as you wanted to. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that hustle culture has this stigma of if you don't do this, you're going to get so behind and you're going to miss out on this huge opportunity. Yes. It's always, a, there's always a big consequence. Yeah. It's either do it or, I mean, there is no. It's, it's like not, do or die. Yeah. Like, that's exactly what it is. But on top of that, I mean, you and I were having a conversation about how our our culture um, as a generation, especially how we deal with um, the hustle and how a lot of it is because we were raised, not that we didn't, we weren't extended grace, but it was, we were held to such a high standard. Yeah. Because we did have the most opportunity out of any generation before us. Yes. We had access to the internet. We had, I mean, like we all had grew up with cell phones. There's like, there's no reason we all had an opportunity. I say we all like very loosely, but it was expected. Yes. And there were pathways for people to go to college if you wanted to go to school. And so here were all these high expectations constantly from, I mean, I'm sure you remember being in eighth grade picking, do you want to go to college or not? At the yes. age of 13. And you're like, um, I well, do you want a, tra- a vocational track or a university track? And it's like, um, or are you going to college? Your grades aren't good enough for you to go to college. At 13, it's like, oh, my gosh. And so when we think about the things that our generation grew up with, you know, it's like, no no wonder we feel like we have to hustle. I know. I'm like, you're trying. This is rated X. So if there's little ears listening. I'm like, you're trying to tell me that I'm supposed to pick what I'm supposed to do for the rest of my life when I haven't even started my period? Yeah. I had it 13, but barely. You know, I'm (laughs) like, not that anybody needs to know that, but I'm like, think about that. Like, our brains don't even develop until our mid to late 20s. Yep, 25. Fun fact, women's develop more... (laughs) Quicker than men. It is true. <laughs> that is also very true. That's why I mean, now we love our man of God. We do. <laughs> we do. But we're trying to keep y'all that alive was a too. Feminist moment. <laughs> just like it just threw up. It just came out. I'm so sorry, everyone. But I'm like, man, it it so has been programmed. And mm-hmm. and that was a question that I had is is, you know, how were we programmed? Yeah. Like how did this happen? And I think I think that answers a lot of it. But I think now that we as a generation are millennials, like we are 
we, you and I are at the tail end of the millennial generation. Yeah, we and are. And so now it's coming into Gen Z. Yeah, we're zillennials. And we are zillennials. And I'm, I'm a very proud zillennial. Same. We um, work hard. We're innovative. That's right. But we're still on TikTok, we too. We binge Netflix series. Absolutely. In one weekend, yeah. <laughs> but the, and the thing is, too, is like, as a generation, as the next generation coming, the standards that we are setting for ourselves and those to come, I think are very different than the one that had been set before us, not by our previous generation, but yeah. two generations before us. Yeah, you're right. For what's acceptable. Like you, you get into a job and you stay there and you hustle at this job for the rest until you retire. Yeah. And then that's it. And it's not that we shouldn't be dedicated to a company, but now we're, we're realizing that it needs to be mutual. Yes. We're realizing this. I think, and I also feel like millennials are now looking at Gen Z saying, you don't want to hustle like us for the rest of your life. You yeah. need to make sure that the, what you're doing benefits you also. Yeah. And millennials are now chasing after that mid-career. Well, and it's crazy. Like you said, the two-generation before us thing. Mm-hmm. It's like we're expected to have the work ethic of staying at the same job for 40-plus years mm-hmm. or whatever. Plus, add our technology. Yeah. And here we are. Yeah. So, it's like, our grandparents didn't have to check their email at home. They didn't even get the opportunity because it wasn't invented yet. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, by default. Work they didn't were, follow you home. Yeah, work didn't follow you it home. It was at work, and then you got to go home, and you got to deal with your personal life. So but now, re- yeah. when do you get a break? So, really, we've kind of made up our own rules, but they really aren't even rules at all. It's just like, okay, I was told to work hard. Mm-hmm. And I was told to, like, how many times have, were we told in our little early 2000s, like, assemblies and stuff like never give up don't quit do your best work hard and all of those things are true Mm -hmm. but then we match it with okay I was told to not quit and I was so I I did get a work email and it's 8 45 p.m and I I have a moment I'll just answer it real quick exactly and that's where you know we'll talk about on another podcast about you know just boundaries again yeah but I think that boundaries have to coin like the hustle has to coincide with boundaries. Yes. Like they you need the two together. So that's my next question, Liz. Can rest and hustle coexist? Yes. Tell me how I girl. believe I believe they can exist with boundaries. Amen. And that and I know that it's hard because you're always just like, we gotta go, 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 go. And it's like if I do this and you get this, but what I also for example, I'm just gonna throw social media out there. I feel like I see lots of people that are like if you hustle like me, you can have your dream life. But what they also don't always show you is the dream life that they're actually living. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, and it's like, well, if you just hustle for a few years or you just, you know, and that, I'm not saying for something, again, that's busy. Like if you're in graduate school, you know, there's an end yeah, and then you get to a absolutely. point. But we're talking we like goals. This is supposed to be your livelihood, but they don't show you the full picture. And I yeah. think that can be said for a lot of industries, not showing you the full picture of the all the hardships, but also all the joys. Yes. And sometimes we only show like the, the tip of the iceberg and not even all the rest of the fun things that are, in, you know. Well, and like I said before, it can seem so shameful. Like, yeah, how dare, like almost like, especially there's so many like hustle influencers out there, mm-hmm. which I really admire a lot of. But oh, some yeah. of them, I'm like, I feel so shamed by you. Like, it's just like I saw somebody mention, they're like, if I don't feel like my time is valued in this space, then I leave it. And I was like, 
oh my gosh, like I can see why, why people may feel that way. But also it feels very dehumanizing to be like, well, because I don't find worth in you in this moment, you're not worth my time. Yeah. And that that's is, that's not cold. really, that's not very, that's not setting a boundary. Yeah. That's, that's just kind of being selfish. That's kind of how it felt to me. Yeah. I'm like, if you're already in that space, I'm like, if you're not looking to get good things out of it, you're probably not going to find good things. Yeah. It's also very selfish just from my own personal perspective to walk into spaces only expecting to receive and not to give. Preach because it we've louder. Only, the only reason that we've gotten where we are in life is because someone gave. Our parents gave to us what yes. we needed. You know, the word of God gives us wisdom. Our, the, our, those around us, our leaders, our, you know, God our mentors. itself, literally. Yes. Yeah. We get where we are because, you know, someone asked, what about bread? They're like, you mean to tell me in the days of Jesus, they got out there and they got some grains and ground them up. Who taught them how to do that? Seriously. But it was a gift. Knowing yes. how to get bread is a gift. Yes. So... That's whenever we're talking. So anyways, bringing this all back to rest in the hustle, knowing that your hustle is a gift. Yes. And rest is also a gift. Staying humble. And it's those boundaries of saying, you know what? I'm not going to answer the, I'm not going to answer my work emails on the work emails on the weekend. If I can help it, unless it's something urgent, like I'm not going to, I'm just won't do it. And I'm going to tell you right now that it gets really hard. Because when I go on vacation, my inbox fills up and it makes me literally anxious. Yes. I have to turn off my notifications. That's a boundary that I set so that I can rest, so that I can hustle when I get back. Yes. And like I said, it's not that you, hustling is not, we're not here to tell you that hustling is bad. Like how dare you hustle? Yeah. Hustling we is perfect. both worked very hard. <laughs> we work very hard. But if without, I guess the hustle, whenever you put a boundary in place, it turns the hustle into a busy. But I also think I look back because you know, just a little mini testimony. Hunter and I started this business when we were in college. Mm -hmm. We, we hustled our butts off. We put work first. We were business partners before we were husband and wife a lot of times. And it just so happened to work out. Okay. Mm -hmm. It just so happened that that bonded us and didn't break us. And I'm Mm -hmm. very, very thankful for that. And it's just because we found so much joy in creating this business together. Mm -hmm. But I look back on how we could have really started out so much differently. Of course, I regret nothing, but like healthy boundaries. Who was she? Like, do we know her? We had an apartment above our first storefront and we would just be like, you want to go downstairs and work? And it's because that's genuinely what we wanted to do. Yeah. And I'm like, man, that was such precious time. Those first few years being married together. And our marriage is great. Like, I have no complaints. And it was great then. It's great now. But I'm like, man, to be back. Mm -hmm. Like, we were so young and just starting out and just getting to know each other. Mm -hmm. And we channeled all of our energy toward this business. Now, do I think it would be anywhere where it is today if not for that hard work? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah. know that that really contributed to it. Um, I definitely know that we are so blessed to be where we are today. And and I have goals to go further. Mm-hmm. But um, Hunter and I were talking about, you know, what season do we think is next? And I said, I think that it's okay if we're not achieving, if we're just sustaining. Yeah. And I think that sustaining is an achievement yeah. in itself. It is. And I have been doing this for seven years, eight years, and I'm tired 
and I feel myself being tired. Mm-hmm. If you if you're worried about poppies, it ain't going anywhere, y'all. But I'm very so much enjoying just kind of being lax. Yeah. And I still work 40, 50 hours a week. Yeah. Like I enjoy my job. So it's kind of nice just to be on autopilot. It like, is nice. And so but yet I found guilt in being yeah. an autopilot because I've only known hustle. Exactly. So it's foreign to me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm literally doing a normal job. Like yep. I'm getting my job done. I'm crossing off my to-do list. Everything is running smoothly. Yet I feel condemnation from myself mm-hmm. because I'm not hashtag boss babe, hustle girl. Like, goodness. But like, I don't want to be that right now. have to glorify the negative effects of the hustle. Yeah, and I mean, I think we need to talk about the side effects of the hustle. So, what do you think are some of the, I mean, from your experience, I know we've mentioned a few of them, just like from the stress and anxiety, but what are some of the other side effects we may not always think about? I think that it it definitely, um, the sacrifices that have to be made in Mm -hmm. lieu of the hustle are something that people don't think about as Mm -hmm. often as we should, Um, like relationships. Mm -hmm. Like even self care, mm-hmm. uh, relationship with God. Yeah. Um, I also think that we don't think about who the hustle is creating in you. Ooh. Because okay. it can create greed. Yeah. I really am grateful I haven't gone down that rabbit hole with my own side effects. But I think it can create shame mm-hmm. if you're not seeing results and it almost like conditions you to be results based. That in your true. life. Yeah. And I know that, like, obviously in life, the proof is in the pudding. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're doing something and you keep getting bad results, you should probably start doing something else. But I think the main side effect is those results being linked to your worth. Sometimes it, it takes the joy out of the journey. It does. Which is so much of the gift of it. It does. And mm-hmm. I think that the main side effect is burnout. Yeah. And I have mm-hmm. faced that. It's been, oh my gosh, it's been four years ago and I was running three storefronts and I knew the Lord was telling me, you got to close one girl and I wouldn't close it because of pride. And I kept it open for about six months longer than I needed to. It was doing well Mm -hmm. and that's why I kept it open. And finally, I, this was probably one of the most evident things I felt the Lord speak to my heart and I didn't hear it audibly, but I just felt it. And it was like, it's either their approval or mine. Mm. Literally referring to they as in like the community, the people who follow poppies, like all of that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, at the end of the day, I cannot forsake God's approval yeah. all my life. Because I I feel like God was like, I am literally telling you what to do right now. Mm-hmm. And you are purposefully not doing it. Yeah. And when we made that decision, it changed the trajectory of my entire life. Yeah. Entire, and that's a wow. whole different testimony for another day. But I'm telling you right now, I would not be anywhere where I am mm-hmm. spiritually, physically, relationally, any of it, if we would not have made that move. And it was all God. And I'm like, really, a side effect could be forsaking God's plan for your yeah. life. Like, yeah. if you're doing it in vain and selfishly, then you might as well not be working hard at all. Like, yeah. it's almost like, just like you said, being on a hamster wheel and being like, look at how hard I'm running. Look at how fast I'm running. And I'm like, but you're not going. Yes. I'm like, Mm -hmm. you're not going to go anywhere. That's truly 
fulfilling, mm-hmm. which leads me to the next question. Like, like, and I guess this is a question we all have to ask ourselves is what is success to uh, us? Uh, yeah, that's, that is such a personal question because it's not always based on, um, it depends, you know, like success can, can be tied to a specific action. Like I want to run a half marathon. That is not my wish. I'm going to tell you that right now, but you know, that could, that could be and success is you crossing that finish line. Yeah. Success could be you saving up your down, your down payment for your house. Success could be you getting a 4.0 for your, you know, first semester of college. Yeah. It could be so much. And it's off, it is typically tied to something very tangible that we know that we can see. Yeah. Naturally, so we have a way to measure it because we love collecting and measuring things. Just we as do. Just humans in general. And that's why I think busy is so popular. Yeah. I think that's why the hustle is so idolized. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wonder what would happen if we shifted our thought and what do we think success is for us mm-hmm. and what would God call successful for Girl, us? Took the thought right out of my brain. Girl. Because we, if we ever take the time to really think about it, let me just warn you, you may be disappointed, yeah. not in the Lord, but in yourself. Oh, and that's hard. It is very and hard. Realizing that you're like, Oh my gosh, I have, I thought this whole time that I was doing exactly what God was telling me to yeah. But I was actually being very selfish. Yeah. And it takes a lot of, it takes boldness to to throw away your pride in those moments. Yes, it does. And it's hard. And a lot of self-reflection. It's, it takes a lot of growth to get to that point. But when you do, and you're like, God, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Like, I, I just, I need, like, I need your Holy Spirit intervene on my behalf. Like, like a complete shift in perspective. Yes. And it's like, you're never the same after that. Um. Oh my goodness, I'm going down. How do you, um, here's a good question that I think we all need the answer to. How do you moderate the hustle, the, the hustle, the hustle? <laughs> I think that balance is so important, basically, and that word lines up so much with moderation. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that keeping what true success would mean to you in all areas of your life, mentally, mm-hmm. spiritually, professionally Mm -hmm. um i think that god sees the desires of our heart and he cares about what we care about especially when we're lined up with him and his will um but for me i think that it's not listening to that condemning voice Mm. and maintaining reason in the hustle okay so like i'll give you an example yesterday i was still feeling a little under the weather with my sinuses and allergies And I worked from home Mm -hmm. and I worked all day and had a very productive day. Yet I felt a little bit guilty because I was at home and I was in my pajamas and I was comfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, I didn't want to get anyone sick at work. Right. But um, I was like, this is toxic shame. Yeah. And I don't know why I thought or I don't know why I think that like working at work makes work more credible when I was actually probably more productive at home. Oftentimes it's because someone sees you do it. That's what I was just about to say. I needed that validation yeah. that someone saw me 
do what I did. Oh my gosh, the and, hustle is just for validation uh-huh, of other people. Absolutely. Like that's an ugly part of myself that I have to like address and that's when I know that I'm not like mm-hmm. that's not moderating it well. Mm-hmm. But I call myself out. I'm like, Sarah, you're not going to feel guilty for that. Like, that is stupid. Like, you got a lot of work done today, Mm -hmm. probably more than you would have gotten in at the office. And what's it all for? Like, is it for people to validate you? If that's the case, then you need to check your heart. Yeah. So I think that making sure that you're giving time for the priorities in your life, first God, Mm -hmm. then your relationships, then yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... And then, you know, and with yourself, I mean rest, mental health, spiritual help, um, and health. And uh, making sure that that it's all well-balanced yeah. with the hustle. Because I do not think hustle is bad. But I right. think just like anything, it can be bad. Oh, yeah. Lily and I were having this conversation today, my little sister. We're like, it's so funny how God made so many things that mm-hmm. can be bad. Yeah. Food can be bad. Anything. Relationships can be bad. Too much water. It's actually too bad. much water can be bad. Yeah. But it's a lesson we needed to learn. Yeah. Else we would be just be gluttonous about everything. Exactly. So like moderation mm-hmm. is key Self-control. here. Self-control. Yes, absolutely. If and that's was bad spirit. Yes. If, if nothing was bad for you, there would be no self-control. Yes, that's right. That's right. Um, something I'd love to end on. Do we have any more questions? I was just going to read. Um, <gasps> yes, I want you to read. Oh my it first. gosh, <laughs> you guys are going to love this. <laughs> it's okay. It's something to get excited about. Um, okay, so I'm reading out of Ecclesiastes uh, four verses one through thirteen. There's an opportune time to do things, a right time for everything on earth, um, a right time for birth and for death, a right time to plant and another to reap. A right time to kill, another to heal. A right time to destroy, another to construct. A right time to cry, another to laugh. A right time to lament, another to cheer. A right time to make love, another to abstain. A right time to embrace, another to part. A right time to search, and another to count your losses. A right time to hold on to another, a right time to let go. A right time to rip out, and another to mend. A right time to shut up, and another to speak up. Okay. The right time to love, another to hate, a right time to wage war, and another to make peace. But in the end, does it make a difference that in, what anyone does? I've had a good look at what God has given to us, busy work mostly. True, God made everything beautiful in itself and in its time, but he left us in the dark so that we can never know what God is up to, whether he's coming or going. I've decided that there's nothing better to do then go ahead and have a good time and get the most of what we can out of life. That is to eat, drink, and make the most of your job. It's God's gift. Amen. Period. This, this is God's gift. Yes. Sometimes I have to I have to stop and and think of usually I say this to myself whenever I'm like I'm about to go to the gym. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, I have to go to the gym. And there are times when I have to stop and say, I am so thankful. For a body, yes, that go can can go to the gym like and work out to to gym. and get stronger. Yeah, it's it's a it's a mindset shift, but also when it comes to the hustle, this is a gift. Yes, that we get to work hard and do things that we love, and just like in everything else, it is self control and it is moderation. Yes, so that we continue to do that for God and not for our own personal gain. 
Amen. And it is our own personal responsibility to call ourselves out and to ask God to examine our hearts and minds yes. so that we can keep him at the center of it. And the Lord will bless you for it. You shouldn't Amen. do it because the Lord's just going to bless you, but so that we can give our absolute best to the Lord because he deserves it simply because he is our God. Yes. Girl, period. Mm-hmm. That's it. So yeah. good. I think that's all we have to say about that. <laughs> Ending on a high note, y'all. Yes. <laughs> um, Thank y'all for listening. Yes. We only have a handful of episodes left in the season. Which is absolutely insane. But we're so thankful that you have either been with us for the last five seasons or even if you just joined, we're so glad that you're here. Yes. Please don't forget to leave us a um, a, a, a rating on Apple Podcast or on Spotify or Google, wherever you like to listen Shoot us a message if you have a prayer request. For sure. If you want us to talk about a very specific topic, we love to hear it. This isn't for us. This is for you. We're really two best friends just having real-life conversations about the things that God's laid on our hearts and that can hopefully get us to where, you know, one step closer to God. I know, girl. While we eat Chick-fil-A. Girl, yes. (laughs) We will see you back next week, guys, for another topic. And then we have several guests for you. Y'all ain't ready. It's going to be so good. We are so ready to introduce our friends to you. So we're going to have a great time. But we'll see you guys next week. Y'all have a great week, guys. Bye. Bye. That's it for today, fam. Thank you so much for listening. And make sure to rate and subscribe. And don't forget to visit us on Instagram at Chosen Girls Movement or on our website to see our merch and free resources. And meet us back here next Tuesday.